Hey, what's up, everybody? Look, you and I both know that restrictive dieting, copious amounts of high-intensity exercise, and living like a social leper is no longer an acceptable approach to achieving and maintaining the body and health that you want for yourself and your family. We know this because we've been there. The good news is that we're here to show you that there's another way. The problem with how the fitness and health industry addresses obesity, or being overweight, or feeling like garbage is that all the experts tell you it's a food and exercise thing, when in reality, it's a mindset and prioritization thing. We spent nearly two decades in the trenches, learning, coaching, and perfecting real-world solutions to a real-world problem. Join us as we help connect people just like you with the information they need to live their best life possible. My name is Brian Sweeney. My wife, Jenny, and I will be your coaches on this journey. Welcome to the Amplify Network. Howdy, howdy. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up? What's up? What's up? We are going to talk about resiliency today. Um, I'm half smiling about talking about this, and I'm half not, because it's it's profound, because it's resiliency has affected our lives personally uh, this week, and it's something that's thrown me into a bit of a... Uh, a humble situation, <laughs> and it's—I um, don't want to say I'm accident prone. I'd say I'm more reckless. That's an excellent word for you. I'm reckless, so I yes. throw—I throw myself at things. Yes. <laughs> okay. So. Or throw things at yourself and drop them on yourself. That's right. So <laughs> we're we're going to talk about resiliency. The hidden message in here: nobody wants to think about the what ifs. Mm-hmm. And um, you and I were just talking that I think everyone plans for their end of days. Yep. You know, no one plans to go and find out the, you know, terminal news that you've got cancer Mm -hmm. or that you, you know, you have, you actually have a heart attack. Everyone knows that those major life shifting, life changing events, I think everyone just kind of cringes and hides from it a little bit. And if it happens, everyone kind of suspects that their support system will be in place, that their family will be able to deal with it. Mm -hmm. Everyone understands that it's hard, Mm -hmm. but I think that's the end of it. Mm -hmm. Um, I had an accident this week where... um, just not being careful, mm-hmm. I ended up uh, breaking my foot. <laughs> <laughs> right? So I'm almost 50 and I'm still breaking bones. That's great. Um, and my feet seem to be the an angry target of the gods because I've broken most of them. <laughs> I've broken most bones in my feet. But the, the reality and where I wanted to talk today was just as strong as you think you are, as smart as you think you are, as prepared as you think you are, um, in a second, mm-hmm. in one second, I mean, not even like a car accident second, but like you doing something that should never result in a 12-week impact on your family. Right. And obviously, the big thing now everyone's talking about is COVID. And, uh, you know, the, the people that are kind of chatting about that is, well, the statistics on death aren't really true, so I don't care. I know. And where we keep talking and uh, the reason we keep kind of setting people on that conversation, we'll push back a little bit. It's like, it's not a matter of dying. Mm-mm. It's a matter of the ramifications of getting it. Mm-hmm. The scary thing is it's like uh, you're catching some kind of, uh, you're catching a new virus that they can't even track what it does to you. Right. You can get over it. Great. But, you know, lung capacity is impaired. They're showing that it's messing with your brain. It's messing with your organs. It's messing with your joints. Um, It's not good. I mean, but if you get affected by COVID, everyone keeps thinking, oh, quarantine for two weeks and then I'm out of it. Yeah. But if you're truly affected by COVID, it could affect you for months and months and months, right? And then you're not in the mix in your family. Yep. And I think we all kind of in the back of our mind when you hear of people who catch 
are catching COVID or they're breaking a bone, you think to yourself, oh man, poor them. It's never going to happen to me. Well, humans are very <laughs> self-centered and very selfish. Yes, and um, the world revolves around the individual person. Mm-hmm. I think one out of a thousand, you'll catch someone that puts other people before them. Mm-hmm. Truly, not just says it, but actually does it. Mm-hmm. Um, a servant's heart. A servant's heart. You you and I run at a million miles an hour, and mm-hmm. there's not a whole lot of room in our lives for slack. Mm-hmm. We sure shit don't have time for downtime and just to, to waste time. <laughs> a broken <right>? foot. <laughs> we don't have time for a broken foot. And where the humility from this week, for me this week, was um, mind is capable, body's capable, but there's a physical limitation. It doesn't allow me to do shit like carry a cup of coffee across the room because right. the crutches are there. Right. And it's three weeks in a hard cast. Yeah. And then it's three to six weeks in a boot. Mm-hmm. And then it's, you know, the doctor... This guy, man, he was a ray of sunshine. I mean, he's just doom and gloom on the recovery process. And he's like, oh, you can look to it being up to a year for full recovery. This thing that happened to me was one second Mm -hmm. of carelessness, Mm -hmm. just not thinking. And the impact and the burden that it has placed in my life, on my wife, on my trainers, on my business. And all of a sudden, I'm like, I'm single threaded. I, and it's not that you're not replaceable. I guess most people think that they're invaluable. The problem is we've put ourselves into a position where we don't have the luxury of being taken out of the loop. Right. Um, this is a hard one to swallow for me. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just, I think that anybody can, you know, it's like you put your head down and you just move forward. But there are some things like in our life that you just do. And it's, you know, we were laughing yesterday and it was like, what do you want to eat? Blah, blah, blah. And you're like, do you want me to grill? And then I was thinking to myself for all the years we've been together, I've, I've checked in about grilling and stuff, but I actually don't know how to do that. And that's something very basic. Like, could I do it? Yes. Of course you're capable. I mean, do I know if I put chicken on a grill, what it looks like when it's still raw? Of course I do. But I'm used to how you do it, which is perfection. And then... (laughs) He's the best griller in the whole world. You are, (laughs) Um, truly. But like, it's those little things that I think people are like, suck it up, grin and bear it, eyes forward. You know, you can order takeout, you can do this. But it's the bigger things that I think we don't um, really think about. So like, you are on crutches. We have wooden stairs going up to our bedroom. Yeah. Like... It's a thing where it's like, you don't ever have to, you never thought about it. It's like, oh, I'm just going to run up the steps. And it's like, wait a minute. So you have to focus on going up. I don't know if I should be in front of you or behind you, because if God forbid you slip, should I try to catch you, not catch you? Should I let you fall? Let me fall. I absolutely do not try to catch you. And me. then if, if I tried to out of just, I think it's natural reaction for people, then what if both of us are down? Sure. That's, like it's that's just exactly crazy. what would happen. Yeah. But the, the where this is going, mm-hmm. uh, it's not to talk about um, me personally. It's meant to put people, cause I, and I, we brought up COVID because mm-hmm. people, we think of life events as happening as terminal or not. Yep. And the kind of the, um, the parallel I was calling to, you know, if you ended up catching something like COVID, there's a good chance that your, your family is serving you food in bed for six months. You might could not. Be. You probably not, not. You know, but if mm-hmm. you, but it could be. If you're one of those unfortunate types that genetically just doesn't jive well with the virus, and you end up impaired, mm-hmm. let's say you're 
a firefighter or mm-hmm. you're some physical job person and all of a sudden your lung capacity is affected. You could be forced retirement. Yes. You could be taken off the, the lineup. You yeah. know, if you end up, if you own a gym, you know, there's things that you can do. And we always talk about health and fitness and lifestyle, health, fitness, lifestyle, accountability, nutrition, you know, do all the things. Keep The reality that that stuff is so relevant and pertinent is your resilience. Mm-hmm. How quickly will you bounce back and mm-hmm. how likely you're going to be taken out of the game and for how long? Mm-hmm. You have to assume that the more days you walk the earth, the more likeliness that your chances of an accident or an incident, mm-hmm. a car accident, stumbling downstairs, um, bumping your head on something, you know, mm-hmm. there's a number of things that just it's the odds of the game. Yeah. You're around and walking upright for 80 years. There's a good chance you're going <laughs> to mess yourself up at one point. Exactly. Um, I picked up one of those one wheels, you know, about a month ago. And I had a couple good white bots with that thing. And it's like, <laughs> what, am I, what are you doing? I love it. Um, and no, that is not how he broke his foot. <laughs> no. Um, but you, when we want to talk about why you need to get your health in order and mm-hmm. everyone keeps thinking you have time because they yeah. keep thinking mortality and they keep thinking, well, if you know, I'm nowhere near dying, so this isn't really a priority to me right mm-hmm. now. So I'm just going to ignore it and not think about it. But if me coming into an injury and it's affecting my life the way that it is mm-hmm. six, for six weeks, I'm not going to be able to take care of myself. Right. And that puts the double burden on you. Mm-hmm. And then my family's impaired. And then you still have to perform in your job. Mm-hmm. And you still got your responsibilities to your family and then to our family. And then people don't look at life like, um, I know everyone thinks it's fragile, but no one actually puts some thought to what if. Mm-hmm. But do you ever think like, um, I think you've got two types of people. Um, I think you have the people that will forever, I don't want to say play victim because I hate when people say that, but it's like forever it'll be like, oh my gosh, in 2020, I broke my foot. Or in 2019, I was in bed with a, you know, with the flu for whatever, and they've never gotten over it. But I think you can also have the opposite people that build up their resiliency. So it's like, this is, it's almost like you come out of it, maybe more grateful, but it's like, think of all the things if you want it bad enough, so if you wanted something in the house right now and I wasn't home, you'd have to figure out a way to make it happen. So it's almost like you could build. Is it? Sure. So you're talking like um, uh, something you think might be impossible and all of a sudden now you're capable. Yeah. So you got a little bit of mental grit. Absolutely. Happening. So maybe it's, you know, for, I think, I really do think you have both types. You have people that are going to feel sorry for themselves and be like, I, I can't do, you can't do anything. I can't do anything for myself. Yep. And I think you have people where it's like, I will not let this. Yes. There are certain things you have to do when you are dealing with an injury or an illness or something you have to, but it's like, maybe in your mind you start going, you know what? I can work smarter here now, or you just come out of it. Maybe a little bit more. Of course you adapt a yeah. little bit. You're, and the, the freaky thing is, well, you got two types. You got the ones that play, they play victim and they mm-hmm. collapse under the weight of it. And they're like, this is it. You know, I can't do Sky's anything falling. for myself. You right. know, um, we'll see people in fitness. They're like, oh, and we've talked about this. I got a shoulder injury. I'm out. My doctor says yep. take six weeks off, which means I'm not doing anything. Yep. And we've always talked, you know, hey, 10% of your body is hurt. The other 90% still needs attention. Don't neglect yourself just because you've got one injury. Exactly. And then you've got the knuckleheads that ignore the doctor's orders, ignore the injuries. They go too far. So it's, we're all really children, you know, when you look at it. Of um, course. 
if you can picture a dozen kids, they're all going to respond the same way. They're going to play victim. Mm-hmm. You know, want the sympathy and the band-aid. You got the other one that's just going to keep running in the trees and, you know, being a, <laughs> like a knucklehead, like their hair's on fire. That was me growing up. Um, <laughs> and then you got the ones in between that they might not have had the mental strength to do yeah. the things and they're doing things they shouldn't mm-hmm. because they just, they're not there, mm-hmm. you know. So what, the whole point of this is to how to future-proof Build resiliency mm-hmm. and understand that you, you want a challenge, tie one leg to the other for a day and try to do your life. Yes. Try to take a shower, try to go to the bathroom, try to make some coffee, try to walk downstairs, mm-hmm. try to, you know, engage and interact with your clients. Mm-hmm. You, you want to see what humble pie feels like. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, I can't, all of a sudden things start coming out of your mouth. I can't do this. How can I work around it? Yeah. But then there's still things that scare the shit out of you. Like, well, I don't want to make this worse. Yes. But I think one of the things that you can learn from something like this is it's almost like how, not stubborn, I can't think of the right word, but maybe if you are a person who you have to do it all yourself and you don't let anybody ever help or I've said it a million times, one of my favorite things Oprah Winfrey ever said was that sometimes let your man open the pickle jar. And she said to ask for help to do something it means so much to the other person that you let them help you. And mm. what I liked with her when she said it was, it's not saying, hey, hey, woman, show your weakness by not being able to open a jar. It's let your, let your guy be your guy and be like, hey, can you help me with this? Because you're helping them. So That's the other side. She was saying allow, um, allow people to help you. Yes, and not have that like... I mean, something that I've learned, and I will totally admit it, I don't even know how to start a lawnmower. I have no idea. I don't know if it's key. I don't know if it's a pool. I don't know what you do with it, but it's something. I have no idea. Summer key. I guess I've seen those. I have no idea. I know that it's one point. It's I think we had something that didn't even plug in because our yard was so small and whatever, but it's something that you can bet your rear end now that it's something the next time you do it, I at least want to know how to do it. So if I ever have to, like now. Yeah. Like, so it's something where it's like it, if you've got to help your person out, your kids, your whatever, your best friend, learn some things that it's like, well, Brian always does this. So do I know how to do it in a pinch? And for you, it's like, you don't have to say like, and we're, we are not these people, but you wouldn't be like, oh, it's a man's job to do the yard. You don't need to worry about it. It's, you've just always done it. But like to say, hey, Jen, come out here real quick. Keeping, I want to show you. Keeping yourself stupid um, or ignorant. Yeah. Um, when you're running at 100 miles an hour, yeah, there's just things that fall into the lineup, you know, I, I think I always look at it as I do the, the dirtier stuff, <laughs> the stuff where you get stinky and dirty. I've That's kind of taken that on as my mantle. But when, when it comes to asking for help, mm-hmm. um, you've got a lot of mental things going on there. Cause mm-hmm. I, I don't, I'm, I'm not good with it. I don't like doing it. I don't like seeing people do things for me. It's very, I know you don't like it at all. This was the other thing with resilience is when you get older and again, I doom and gloom is the easiest thing to sell. And that's not what I'm trying to do here. But when you are looking at whether or not you have your independence, mm-hmm. holy shit, you want to talk a smack in the face yep. um, where you have no choice but to swallow your pride, swallow your dignity. And you're like, I, I need help. I need help. And it's a terrible spot to be in. And if you're not ready for it, um, 
it's a real bad transition yes. into getting there. There's no way you can build yourself up because if you start asking for help and you're not injured, it just looks like you're lazy. Right. Um, but not only does your body and your mind need to be strong enough to handle those those obstacles in life that are going to twist things around for you mm-hmm. pretty hard, but then you have to have the um, oh, what's the word for it? It's not the, you. You have to put your pride in check yep. to make sure that you're not making things worse, um, that you're not being flippant with things that you know you probably should or shouldn't be doing. Mm-hmm. But w- how does this all? How does this all fold into lifestyle? How does this all fold into fit human? So the the goal when you get over 35, 40 years old is how much longer and harder can you go mm-hmm. and be independent? Mm-hmm. That's the end goal, right? Is that I want to get older and I want me and my wife to be able to get up anytime we want to, um, go do what we want to mm-hmm. within reason, mm-hmm. um, be able to suffer the accidents and the things that are going to happen as yeah. we get older. You know, we talked, like I was saying, the clumsiness and the, mm-hmm. the more days you're walking, the more days you're going to have a, an incident. Of course. But if you are pursuing life between 35 and 55 and you don't recognize that there's a reckoning mm-hmm. and this isn't, um, I can't stand people. <laughs> I got someone in mind right now. People that say, we well, don't understand you're older. Get ready. Something bad's going to happen to you. I mean, that kind of ignorance, Mm -hmm. um, because people that are conscious of what their future holds for them, they are, they do know what's coming. Of course. And they do recognize that playing the odds and being resilient and having the mental fortitude. So there's a number of things that needs to go into you and your later years. Mm -hmm. And they're not so far off that you can neglect them. Yeah. It's harder for, well, let's just use your retirement. If you haven't received, you haven't saved a dime and you're 45 you're going to have to be more aggressive of course. to have a savings for when you retire. Mm-hmm. It's the same with your body. If you decide you're going to be 50 before you start playing around and putting yourself back in line, you're going to have to be more aggressive. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to do very hard and difficult lifestyle changes at 45 and 50 as opposed to a 35-year-old. 35-year-old's mm-hmm. got more time than you, so they can ease into the process. They've got more time to save, right? There's the, the comparison. <laughs> They've got more time to get their 401k where it needs to go. Right. But if you are a knucklehead that says, I'll just start saving when I'm 50, I'll start paying attention to my body when I'm 50, you've lost valuable, valuable time. Mm-hmm. It's not impossible, but you're going to have to be able to flush, completely just dump your lifestyle so that you can build resiliency at an exponential rate. Yeah. <laughs> be like on warp speed. <laughs> What'd you say? It'd be like working on warp speed. It'd be horrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're doing, if you're putting away 15, 20% of your time from 35 and beyond, you're going to hit 50, 60, and 70 with um, greater strength, greater flexibility, greater resiliency, greater mental stamina, mm-hmm. and you're going to be able to withstand those things better than someone that's just been careless and reckless and hasn't been putting any time into themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I said it already, right, it's humbling. And it's freaky. And if you don't want to end up being that person where your wife and your kids um, or your husband is taking care of you because mm-hmm. you decided to play the play the odds and be neglectful of yourself for extended periods of time, you're going to it's going to catch up. That's hard. I think it's too, like you said, we're selfish. But if you use like an example, anybody that has a relationship like us, it's way more puts way more stress knowing like if I have to lean on you more or you have to lean on me more and it's not because either one of us are buttholes about it. <laughs> it's because a hole in the butt. It's because life is very busy and 
we all think we're the busiest person in the entire universe. We're all busy. If you, yeah, I mean, we, we really are. So yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And everyone else gets busier. (laughs) That's another reason not to build a lifestyle. That's so overwhelming because someone's going to have to pick up your overwhelming lifestyle while you can't. Yes. And true. It's also don't build your life dependent on somebody else. So like you've got to be able to figure out your workarounds for different things. So think mm-hmm. about that if you decide to go live off in the middle of nowhere by yourself or decide that if you've decided that you're going to get a falling out with, you know, your only family member and it's like you're too stubborn to go make up. Well, at some point you may need. Ooh, you might need to lean on them. You might need somebody. So find out who your real friends are, you know, keep your keep your family and the people you love close to you. You don't know when they're going to need you, and you don't know when you're going to need them. And it's okay to ask for help. It is. Yeah, I'll work on that. <laughs> I was going to say, look at that. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't mean it. I just said it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do you have any other kind of parting words of wisdom? So you're, you're still kind of in the safe zone. You've got lots of time to still keep working on. I could also break my foot, though. Don't. That's be, that would be bad. Can you imagine? No. So uh, <laughs> just recognize the fragility of life. Um, everything that you do with health and fitness is to make you stronger, better for later. Mm-hmm. It's the, the immediate payoff. Everyone wants a six pack. Everyone wants to be cut up and mm-hmm. built and shoulders. But the, uh, the side effect of looking and feeling like that is that you're going to have longevity. Exactly. And you're going to, um, you'll, you'll be resilient. That's, yes. that's my word for the week is resilient. Yes. My goal is to be like my mom who drives hours and hours and hours in a car to see her kids and play with her grandkids and she just goes man she goes i don't think she knows any better your mom she's like a top she is a top she's the best um hopefully this resonates and it comes across as something encouraging and that motivates you to um, take action if you're delayed feel better about the action you're taking if you've been doing it um find ways to tweak and just do a little bit more best you can exactly and um yeah, just be smart about the way you train, the way you eat. Uh, when when the life happens or things happen in your life, you're going to be stronger. Absolutely. And you will overcome it better. You are going to learn how to pivot. 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 All right, awesome. Uh, we'll see you on the next one, guys. Thanks again for the support. Uh, Fit Human Project is banging. So this thing is it's it. really starting to pick up steam. We're excited about it. So thank you for the support there. Uh, thank you for sharing. If you have a comment or there, there's a topic you'd like to discuss, um, Feel free, feel free to reach out. Yes. Um, it's always fun when we get actual um, subjects ideas. Oh, subject yeah. ideas. <laughs> All right. Awesome, guys. All right. See we'll you see you soon. See you in the next one. Bye.